Your greatest power is your power to choose. So are you going to choose personal responsibility or blame and victimhood? In this episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast, we're going to be talking about the problem with indecision and how it infantilizes you and keeps you from full self-ownership and and adulting in this world, if you will. So let's look at this. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as someone who is scaling the corporate ladders, if you will, heck, just as a person in this day and age, living your personal life, you are faced with a thousand and one decisions every single day. There are choices everywhere that you must make. These are micro decisions and macro decisions. And let's, let's take a look at what that is. So a micro decision would be, do I call this person back or do I email them? What would be the better choice there? Do I do my marketing or my sales today? Do I wear that dress and get gussied up or do I go out in leggings? Do I talk to my boss about this issue or do I just deal with it myself? Now there's a gray area in terms of whether that's a micro decision or a macro decision based on sort of the content of what's behind it. But that said, there are lots of small decisions throughout the day that you need to make. Those are micro decisions. Most of us don't have huge challenges around that, but sometimes we get caught up even in those little things. And that's a really interesting place for you to be aware of and pay attention to and see if you can clean up your decision-making practice and process in those little micro decisions throughout the day. Get clearer and clearer about who you are and how you're going to show up. That requires you getting clearer and clearer about who you are and how you're going to show up so that those become automatic and they're, they're, they're just who you are and you're not faced with like an either or decision or, or a complicated micro decision. Now there are macro decisions sort of bigger decisions that you will need to make those. What goes in that category would be things like investing large amounts of money, right? Maybe you want to uh, purchase a bigger house or you want to invest in yourself in some way, or you want to invest in your business, or maybe you're up leveling your life. So you're flying first class, or maybe you're up leveling your life. So you're taking your family on a nicer vacation, or you're considering private school for your kids, right? These are larger investments. And generally speaking, the larger the investment, the the quote unquote, bigger the decision, though it doesn't have to be that way. Once you understand how to make clear decisions for yourself, but for most people, so most people don't know how to make clear, clear decisions for themselves. And they go to the grave, not knowing how to do this. And then, um, another thing to point out here is generally speaking, people will be able to make a decision, even if it's complicated and not clear for them when it's a smaller financial investment, because they feel like less is at stake. And 
the truth is once you know how to trust yourself, how, once you know how to have self-ownership in this world, you will be able to make large financial decisions much more easily as well. And that's quite critical to scaling your business and also scaling your life. So that would be a, a, an example of a macro decision. Another big macro decision category would be how you spend your time, right? Like are you going to spend your time in this channel of business of your business or in this channel of your business? Are you going to start that initiative or are you not going to start that initiative? Are you going to take up jujitsu and it's going three times a week or are you not right? Are you going to be in that relationship full on or are you going to say, that's not how I want to spend my time, right? These are all those sorts of questions. And, and speaking of relationships, there are relationship questions that are big decisions. Are you going to stay in the relationship, in the marriage, in the partnership, in your business? Those are really big decisions for people. And that has to do with so many things, but about fundamentally about security in this world. In fact, many of, of these decisions are about security in this world. So if you do not know how to make good decisions for yourself, if you don't trust yourself, you'll always be stymied, stuck, caught, not moving forward. And, and this is such an important thing to recognize. If you want to do big things in your life, if you have high hopes for yourself, you know you're full of potential and yet you're not executing at the highest level that you could be executing on. You know you're not living out your potential. You can feel it. Then one of the things that you have to recognize is that you must take different actions to get different results. Yes, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, but on this 3D plane, what's required to have different results, which you want as a human being in this world of manifestation, you have to take action. What drives action? Aside from desire, which is huge, you must make the decision to act. If you are in indecision, you are not acting. And this causes people to play at the same level for years and years and years. It's heartbreaking. You wake up and you're like, how could this possibly have happened? And yet it's a direct reflection of you not deciding in favor of yourself. So you have to learn how to make good decisions for yourself and not stay in indecision because it's incredibly frustrating. It's inc incredibly irritating. It's incredibly um, painful to, to have that experience. And most people weren't taught how to make good decisions for themselves. In fact, they were taught to do what other people wanted. Pay attention here. This is super important. Fundamentally, as a child, you were taught to turn to the adults in your life for guidance on all decisions. Now, that's not entirely bad, right? 
your part of the role of your parents or the adults who were raising you was to help you learn how to navigate this world, be ready for this society. And so they were showing you as best they could how to do this. That's good. Now, there's a negative consequence to that if you weren't taught how to make decisions for yourself along the way, you won't be able to trust yourself and pay attention to your own inner guidance. And this starts happening very early. And the negative version of this, and I think most parents would fall into some, some version of this, even with their best of intentions, to, to be great parents and not to want to F up their kids. There, there's some form of manipulation and control happening here when you are not telling your, not allowing your kids to make decisions based on their own drivers, their own desire, their own wants, their own inner guidance. Part of that is you got to get your kid to school on time. It's not the time to play with your toys. It's the time to put on your shoes. The decision you need to make here is put on your shoes. Okay. Or you know, you want your kids to eat vegetables. The decision to make here is eat your vegetables, but the kid wants to eat, I don't know, the steak. I'm making something up here, but the, the candy. Okay. That's, that's the classic one, the sugary thing, the sugary yogurt. Um, and you're trying to guide them away from the sugar and they're like, the sugar is good. As a parent, you're trying to do the right thing for your parent, for your kids, and guide them in the right direction. Where this becomes problematic is when it becomes a bit of gaslighting or manipulation around, you know, you want to do something, but you're not letting your kids decide what they want to do. And you're making, you're guilting and shaming them around this so that they do what you think is necessary and jumping through hoops that you think are necessary and making their decision to read the book or go on this kind of uh, activity or do this kind of thing with their lives or follow this dream that they have. If you are interfering with their inborn natural desire to follow their more life directive, the thing that's calling them forward in this world. And you're saying, no, no, no. My fear about you making a mistake here is bigger than you following your dreams. You are, you are interfering. You're, you were, you're making it seem like it's the right thing to do to, to, um, go in this direction versus this direction. But in fact, you are manipulating their lives and this becomes a problem and it infantilizes you as an adult if you've had this kind of upbringing because when you're a child, you want to please your parents. They are the, they are the givers of love and through that love, safety and security. And so then you start, the, the conditioning comes in where you start turning to other people and, and, and negating yourself. So you're saying my dreams, my desires, my hopes, my wants are not correct. I can't trust them. I can only trust the decisions of others. In this case, your parents or the adults that raised you, because 
fundamentally, if you didn't, you would lose that love, safety, and belonging. So this can be quite an issue. And we do have, our nature is to want what we want as a child, but this gets conditioned out of us. And for some of us, to the point of not trusting your own desires anymore, because it wasn't safe, it became unsafe to want what you wanted, because that went contrary to what your parents said was the right thing to do or to be or to want or desire. So then as an adult, you've reached the age of your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, even your 50s or 60s, and you're still looking outside of yourself for answers for what's the right decision. And this is this happens all the time. B- people don't know how to trust themselves, how to make good decisions. Now, you might think you do because the decisions that you're making are these little micro decisions. But when push comes to shove and you go to make a big macro decision and you don't know how to make that decision, so then you are at a standstill, this is where you recognize that you don't have self-ownership or self-trust. And that's extraordinarily problematic if you are a full-grown adult and you want to adult and you don't want to go to your grave not trusting yourself to live this life and to step into a bigger and bigger life for yourself. So I want to make a clarification here. If you're making a macro decision and what I, I am not saying that Trusting yourself means doing it alone, DIYing it. I am not saying that. Oftentimes we're faced with a decision and we don't have the experience or the information we need to make a good decision. That's called ignorance. It's fine to be ignorant as long as you don't stay in ignorance while you're making that decision. Sometimes you'll have to Uh, reach out to colleagues, mentors, do research, figure out, you know, what the, what the variables are and, and build your knowledge base in order to make a good decision. And that is critical. Now it's also critical that you ask people that are the right people to ask to help you make this kind of decision. If you're making a business decision, but you ask your sister, who isn't in business for her advice, that's not the right person to ask. If you're, if you are making a relationship decision and you ask, um, a politician who knows, you know, public policy, that's not a good decision to make. Ask the expert in that field, ask the person who has walked this path already, who has some expertise, has the, and here's the critical piece, has the results that you want. Ask them, who is, what, what decision do you have to make? And ask the person who knows how to do that, their advice, their, their, um, get data from them. But even once you do that, you must make your own decision. You cannot be dependent on others to make decisions for you, okay? That's a very convenient way of not taking personal responsibility when things don't go well. So let's say you ask someone who has an expertise 
in relationships about something to do with your your primary love relationship and how to handle it. And your gut says, I need to do this over here, but the relationship person says, do this over here. Or you listen to a, to a, a you know, a YouTube thing or it's someone talking about a relationship that's not actually your relationship, but you're listening to some expert talk in general about something. And you follow that advice because you abdicate and you say, oh, they're the expert. They must know right, the right decision to make. I'll go do that. And then when it doesn't work out, guess what? You blame them. That's a convenient way of not taking personal responsibility. And it keeps you stuck playing at the same level. And most people do this. Most people do not want to take 100% personal responsibility for their outcomes. This is abdication. It's blaming others and it keeps you trapped. Full stop. Keeps you trapped. Okay? Because you don't want to be a child anymore, but you're acting like one. If you're saying that it's their fault that you made this decision and got this result, that's infantilizing yourself. That's saying, I have no agency in this world. And it keeps you trapped being a child. And that's no way to live and grow and become more in this life. That's no way to live out your potential. That's no way to get to the next level. So people, people have this experience. They're working on their, their house and the, the piping breaks and they're like, it's the contractor's fault. Well, maybe you hired the cheapest ass plumber there was. Who's responsible there? Or maybe it's the contractor's fault in your business, but you didn't give them all the information that you needed to give them, or you didn't communicate well. Whose fault is that, right? It's the employee's fault, but you didn't set them up for success. You didn't explain the project. Or you kept putting too much on their plate. Or you made them so terrified of making a mistake that they couldn't act because you're a rageaholic. It's the company's fault. It's the boss's fault. It's my husband's fault. It's my wife's fault. We don't live in a great, beautiful place because my husband is bad with money or my wife doesn't want to move. That's blaming. That's not taking personal responsibility. And people are trapped around this all the time and you have to make a decision. You keep thinking it's not about you. It's never you. You couldn't possibly be wrong here or responsible. But wherever you go, there you are. If you're not getting the results that you want, you've got to look at the common denominator and it's you. Now, let me talk about what I mean by wrong or blame or all of that. Fundamentally, when you're in this kind of discussion internally with yourself, you are in a right-wrong dynamic. You're making them right or wrong or you're making yourself right or wrong. The, the, you're blaming them or you're blaming yourself. You're shaming them or you're shaming yourself. 
the key to freedom is taking 100% personal responsibility, which is different than blame, shame, or making wrong. You can own, ah, that was a mistake. Ah, I, I, I could have done this instead. That would have been better. But that's without the value judgment. It's just with the responsibility, the ownership, the self-ownership there. So taking 100% personal responsibility is key. And your greatest power is your power to choose. So are you going to choose personal responsibility or blame and victimhood? Are you going to choose making a decision for yourself or abdicating responsibility to others, which is a form of being a victim? Okay. And again, clarification point here. I'm not saying that if you're in a relationship with someone, say a a husband, wife relationship or a business partnership relationship, or even a boss employee relationship that you don't come to a decision through a conversation, through a coming to terms with both what both parties desire and want some sort of compromise or way that you could both see yourself as winning and 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 having exactly what you want i'm not saying that it's my way or the highway when you make a decision but you must be clear that you are choosing you are the one choosing and here's the rub even if you do what someone else said to do and you abdicate personal responsibility and you, you're a victim of their, like, oh, she told me to do this, that kind of thing, you're still choosing. And the way the universe works is the way the universe works. You're still responsible for that choice. It's giving you the, the results directly from that choice. Whether you blame someone or not, you're still getting the effect of that choice. You can go into blame, you can go into victimhood, but the universe doesn't care. The universe is still going to give you the result of that decision. We live in a cause and effect universe. It doesn't happen by chance. And just because you're blaming someone else for it doesn't mean that you're not personally responsible for it. The universe doesn't see it that way. As much as you are confused on that matter. And this, when you choose and you step into your greatest power, this is how you're going to learn to trust yourself. So now let me explain how that works. When you start making conscious choices, conscious decisions for yourself and experiencing the result of it, good results, bad results, neutral results, the whole spectrum, You're going to make a decision and you're going to experience the result of it. You will be able to start triangulating that information. Now, the rub is there's always a risk of quote unquote making a mistake. You'll make a decision. You might make a mistake. And there is risk there. But there is only risk there if The result of that mistake is that you shame and guilt yourself because everything else, if you don't, if you just look at it as a result, regardless of how big that result is, 
it's solvable. Meaning if it results in something negative, you can solve that if you learn to trust yourself and you step out of guilt and shame. It's just a result. It's just a result. You will make mistakes. You must make mistakes. In fact, making mistakes is the fastest way to scale. We all want to make great decisions and make no mistakes. But success comes from making mistakes and course correcting quickly. Fail fast. You must make that decision, experience the result, respond to it, and, and, and move forward. That's failing fast. And most people avoid this because they don't want to be wrong. They don't want to experience the judgment either internally or from others of being wrong. And they are so caught up in what other people think. And here's, here's another little rub for you. You might not see this for yourself. You might not see yourself trying to avoid being wrong or judged because it's so ingrained in the nature of who you've become as a result of how you were brought up. And this was something that I just, this past weekend, I did a, uh, a retreat for the source cohort in the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and masterclass, and we went deep in that. So, so the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclasses is a year-long program that I do with amazing entrepreneurs and women in business, and it helps you understand the laws of the universe and how to navigate this world according to law, so that you can execute on all your goals, whether those are business goals or personal life goals. And there is a higher level um, cohort in, in so much that they get to meet with me with uh, these private retreats throughout the year and have that in addition to, to the regular um, mastermind and masterclass. So the source cohort was, we, we did this deep work on seeing their patterns of how they are trapped in a cycle of being wrong and not wanting to be wrong and this push pull and how that um, plays out for people. And these are bright, super smart, highly on it women. And when you dig into the patterns, it's invisible to you until you flush it out. So if you're sitting there thinking that, no, that's not me. I don't do that. I want you to really think about, well, if you're not getting the results that you want, could this possibly be at play? And I'm going to say that it is because at, at every level, you're going to want to see how you're in this trap and you need to step forward. So if you're fearing being wrong and the, the shame and guilt and, um, you know, disappointing others that comes with being wrong, like if you're taught if you were conditioned to, to think that if you make a mistake, you'll let other people down, they'll be disappointed, um, and that is shameful, you will be forever trapped. So you have to start learning to choose and experiencing the results. So 
one of my stories, and there have been many stories on this, but one of my stories, like and when I say stories, real life experiences here, was when I hired a contractor to help me with some marketing. And I invested $30,000 in the marketing initiative. And all my spidey senses were going off in the in my evaluation phase of it, where before I signed the contract, I, all the, all my spidey senses were going off. And I even went back to the person who referred him to me and she sort of poo-pooed it. And, and I was like, well, she's an expert. I'm just gonna, I must, I must be missing something. I must not be that evolved. I must not, you know, I must just be in my fear and I went ahead and signed the contract for this marketing initiative against my better judgment, if you will, like all the signs I was getting internally that were saying no. And it turned out to be a complete waste of money, not a hundred percent waste of money in terms of what he delivered, but primarily, fundamentally, uh, was, was not, was not useful. He, He did not uh, follow through in the level that uh, it was supposed to happen in. Now, the truth is, the bigger truth is, I learned something so invaluable. Like I could not put a price on it. It's it, way more than $30,000. In fact, it's probably saved me millions of dollars, okay, over the course of my business. I now know that that feeling that I had the against my better judgment or this is a no feeling, I know exactly what that feels like. And now if I have that feeling, I know what that feels like. I don't say yes. I say no. Bada bing, bada bang. I could not have had that. I I could not know that about myself. I, I couldn't trust myself if I hadn't have had that experience. Now I have self-ownership. I can trust myself. That doesn't mean you don't turn to other people for their advice and ask, ask for information, okay? But I now know that. So you could either make yourself wrong and bad about that, make it shameful, make it, make it horrible that you did that, and punish yourself, that would keep you stuck playing at the same level. Or you could see how much you learn from something, triangulate the information, and move forward. That is the success mindset. That is a growth mindset. So let me give you another example that's a, a really straightforward one. In, in your personal life, have you ever bought something, piece of clothing, that... You bought for some reason, but you knew wasn't right, even in the dressing room, but you bought it anyways. And then you get it home and you never wear it and it's in your closet and maybe you spent a lot of money on it and you're still not wearing it. That's punishing yourself. Instead of punishing yourself, recycle that, give that piece of clothing to someone else. Don't try and make it work. Maybe, you know, you could you could get it altered, but generally speaking, it's not going to work. Okay. Let it go. And know that that feeling in the dressing room, that's a no. 
You actually do know the difference between a no and a yes. Pay attention. Okay. Easy peasy lemon breezy, but you have to actually have the experience, make the mistake in order to know how to triangulate that information, that inner guidance for the future. And most people are too afraid to make a mistake that they don't go through that process. Or if they do make a mistake, they're too caught up in punishing themselves or blaming themselves or shaming themselves because that's all that they've been taught, that they don't know how to triangulate the information. It cuts off that, that experience. So this is a way of, of using the law of polarity to uplevel yourself and your life. The law of polarity says that there are always, everything's created as a whole, there are no halves, and that there are always two sides to a thing. There's up, down, front, back. You can't have a back without a front. Doesn't exist. There has to be two sides to it. So in this experience, you could either pay attention to the, the fact that you quote unquote wasted $30,000 or you could pay attention to the fact that you learned a valuable lesson, something that's going to save you millions of dollars in the future. Both exist right now. Which are you going to pay attention to? Okay. So this, this is something I love teaching the law of polarity. This is something that we go into in a lot more detail at the Unstoppable Woman Summits that we do. So if you're interested in that, please go check it out. The Unstoppable Woman dot com slash summit is where you find out information about that. So again, that's the unstoppable So it's the in front of it, the unstoppable slash summit. And you can read all about it there. So now the flip side of this is what about when you feel the desire? It feels like a yes, you want to move forward, but you feel the fear also. So there's this fear and excitement there. Let's compare these two experiences because that's just a terror barrier. That is just, I, I know I need to do this. I know I need to get to the next level. I know where I'm going, but I'm afraid this is a bigger level. This is a bigger decision than I've ever made before. Okay. And this is when spirit desire is really calling you forward, but you're faced with all the conditioning that says, what will my husband think? What will my partner think? What will the world think if I, if I fall flat on my face here? Okay. So this is the kind of thing this happened to me when I made a huge investment in mentorship. It was a six figure investment and my, all the cells of my body were freaking out. I was shaking. I was crying. I, I, I wanted it so badly, but I was also terrified. It was such a great experience for me in hindsight, going through it, it was a little uncomfortable, but in hindsight, now I know so completely that that was desire calling me forward. And it was such a bold move to say yes and decide in favor of what I wanted, not in favor of my fears. And I now know what that feeling feels like. 
because the result of that, that I got, because I showed up big time in favor of my desires there, the results I got were extraordinary. This is, this is part of how I went from making 138 a year to making 700K a year to crossing the seven figure mark. Okay. Part of it was, was a result. A, a big part of it was a result of that decision. I now know what that feels like and can say yes in the face of that kind of terror barrier. Okay. And these are different kinds of feelings. And the only way to truly know the difference is to have the experience and triangulate the results. When I do this, it feel it felt like that. And my results were this. Oh, I see. Those things add up and line up. Okay. So you will make so-called mistakes, but they're not mistakes if you're conscious and you don't shame yourself. If you use the law of polarity, if you have self-ownership. Okay. And this, this concept of self-ownership about becoming the woman you know yourself to be, but aren't yet showing up as you want to step into that. That's what we are going to be covering in incredible detail at the Unstoppable Woman Summit. So I would love for you to join us there. Check out tickets at theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. And I'll see you there. Rock it out and be unstoppable. Thank you so much for joining us and for being a part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. I want to let you know that we've got a ton of free resources for you for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Please go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting the message out. Share this podcast with all the unstoppable women in your life, your friends, your colleagues, your business besties. Please do that. And if you're game, we'd super duper duper appreciate a review on iTunes as well. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.